you're listening to the Pups Out Here podcast with Puckington the God. A new fucking wheelchair. Basically, it works like you get um, a new electric wheelchair every five years. Your insurance pays for it. And don't be like, oh, this dude's a broke boy. Can't just pay for one when he needs one type shit. Uh, no. They're like fucking $12,000. Um, $13,000 of shit is like a fucking car. On some real shit. So, uh, no. But we're fucking trying to get a new one because it's been six years since your boys had one. Okay? And my shit is fucking on the on its wits and it's hanging on by a fucking string. I have to get it fucking fixed literally every two months. So, not only is the insurance trying to fucking approve the, the, the uh, for them to pay for this new wheelchair, but they're fucking approving fucking repairs to the old one. So they're like, well, what the fuck? Which one are we going to do here? But I'm just like, God damn. So this shit, it, you know, but it, it, it's like I'm asking for a fucking Bentley. Okay. I'm not even fucking shitting you. It, and it's the proof, the proof that I have to show that I'm handicapped is fucking insane. I was literally born with muscular dystrophy. Fucking have it on the goddamn birth certificate on every file of me anywhere ever. Okay. Uh, like for 30 goddamn years. And this one time, I'm going to lie to you. And this one time, I still can walk, and I'm going to fucking be like, hey, I, I can fucking still, uh, I still, still just get a wheelchair for the fuck of it. No! Fucking need that shit. So, uh, we're basically been fighting for a goddamn year to fucking get this goddamn shit, dude. And the doctors got to approve it. You got to fucking talk. You gotta, first of all, you got to have a face-to-face convo with your doctor no matter what. Okay, and then this doctor writes down the need of why you would, why you should have the wheelchair, right? It's like, Jesus fucking Christ, dude. I've had, you see, every five years, 30, you know, me, public school, barely made it. But still, you know, I've had a lot of these things, basically. So, it's just, it's just such bullshit, man. It's such fucking bullshit. You know, it's like, they literally ask, like, I'm asking for, you know, it's like, dude. What are y'all going to do? And if this breaks down, they would not give a fuck. They would not fucking speed up the process by any means, man. It's fucking bullshit. But we've been, they fitted for me this bitch in January. It's now November and we're barely are anywhere where we need to be within the process. I'm working with this guy uh, from the actual company. New motion, his name's Dale, I call him Dipshit Dale, and Dipshit Dale is kind of like my right hand in, you know, sending paperwork to my insurance company and getting stuff from the doctor, he's a real shit at his job, he's fucking terrible, but uh, we've grown a little bit, we've grown to like each other, okay, and I've kind of grown to like him, uh, I've hung up on him mad times, cussed him out, fucking told him, hey, bro, let, my last email I wrote this motherfucker, I literally said, first and final, or last and final attempt, meaning it was my last and final attempt to tell this motherfucker, hey, uh, I'm going to fucking need some goddamn a wheelchair, or you're going to have to get something, or I'm fucking moving on, so... To a new place, because these places get money. You know, when you get a when you get a wheelchair from them, it's like the actual place that helps you gets the mad cut. So I'm trying to take that cut away from it. It's the only goddamn power I have in this motherfucker. You understand what I'm saying? So unbelievable. Went into MedMart the other day. Now MedMart, MedMart, you can really, you could really 
go up in there and whip fucking a chair out the lot, dude, for real. Like, they got, if you got, like, six bands, you'd be straight. Now, it's not going to fit you exactly how, like, a 12-band, 13-band one would, but, you know, break off a little five-band, six bands, you got something that's going to hold you down when your shit may break down or something, so. I'm in the, I'm up in the motherfucking Med Mart lady goes, Hi, I'm such and such. Looks like you uh what'd she say? What'd she say about my chair? Looks like your chair's got some miles on it. I'm like, fuck does that mean, bitch? You know me. You know my paranoid ass. I'm like, fuck huh? She said, and lots of stories to tell. Yes. Lots of them. But uh, it's like, leave me the fuck alone, bitch. It's like, people just, people that just go straight to you. I don't give a fuck if we're in Medmore or what. It's like, don't go straight to my fucking wheelchair. Do you think that's how I want to start this convo? Unbelievable. Um, unfucking believable As you can see, your boy has done switch the game up from the past two podcasts. We've told you that Bang is uh, on that broke boy shit. I'm not broke, but broke boy shit. I can't fuck with broke boys. I can't fuck with broke boys. I can't fuck with broke boys. Um. So we had to switch it up, and thank God I did, dude, because these things like a uh, uh, ghost, man. Shout out ghost. Shout out C4. They do got me like zing, but uh, fucking just way more let like, dude. Fucking no fake ass creatine that shit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but we're, we, and we just don't support broke boy behavior, even though if we may be one in real life. Okay. But yeah, man, we're start, uh, episode motherfucking 23, my Jordan episode. Not quite what I thought it'd be <laughs> where we'd be at. Uh, but you know, it's your goddamn monthly pod. Um, as we're trying to do what we can to get studios and things and guests and things to get this thing on a weekly schedule. Yes, that has been a year attempt, but uh, look, man, we're going to get it down. We're going to get it down eventually. Believe that. Um, believe that. But shout out to my boy Donnie, who was on the last pod. Uh, thought he did great. Thought he was, you know, really gave me a lot to bounce off of and just kick it and just talk like with the homies and shit. Like, I'd be proving like every episode that I'm kind of like stupid sucks i don't know if i was proving that with solo episodes but it was like dang am i proving this with fucking real episodes like uh with guest episodes it's like god damn it didn't know countries fucking don't know mad shit dude it's like i'm telling you they fucking when you're in a wheelchair they let everything slide in fucking public school and what are you gonna do you're at that age where you're just like what are you gonna do challenge me fuck out of here i don't want to be i didn't want to be challenged at that time I'm 30. I don't want to be challenged now, I don't think. I don't know. Anyway, um, but yeah, uh, we started this off, man. I just want to say RIP takeoff, uh, something that has happened since our last pod. I know it's probably old news or whatever, but just, um, man, gone too soon, man. This shit, is, this shit is crazy. It's like really what fucked me up is that he was 28. That's really what really fucked me up in that situation. And, you know, just... I mean, and, and and the fact that he was only 28, it's like, dang, these motherfuckers have been on a 10-year run. So they were 18, 19 doing Versace, Versace, you know, Illuminati. I mean, like, I'm about not like, you know what I'm saying? Doing records with Drake and doing Hannah Montana records and just like at 18, 19 years old. And then 
staying consistent, the most consistent rap group, like, goddamn, if ever, possibly. I don't know. Like, but these motherfuckers have had hits for 10 years straight, didn't cool off once, um, did not cool off once, changed, you know what I mean? So, you know, whether they're at odds or, or what, but, you know, I hope they can come together because I feel like, you know, those two can still make amazing music, uh, and kind of respect and, you know, pay homage to their brother at the same time, man. So, man, yeah, RIP takeoff. Um, LeBron, you're a weirdo, by the way. God, LeBron is a liar. <laughs> I was listening to Joe Bumfit, uh podcast. There's, like, mad shit to just lies about. It's fucking wild. But, but yeah, man, RIP takeoff, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to the Migos. Shout out to whole Atlanta. Um, I'm, I'm going to make it there one day. I'm going to make it there one day. Oh, man, um, your boy's been under some stress lately, Bob. They've been putting the stress on your boy. Um, look, if y'all know me, I don't really make decisions well. And definitely, like, game time decisions, uh-uh, fucked. It's so fucked. So, I basically got this message from this girl, and she said, yo, like, I'm trying to... Uh, get back in my creative bag, da-da-da-da-da, and I peeped her IG, like, super cool, like, uh, looking, like, whatever, I didn't think she was hot, right, that wasn't my gig or whatever, uh, I wasn't thinking with my dick, thinking with my dick, my shit dumb, shout out Kevin Gates, shout out to all the white people that love Kevin Gates, um, there's a lot of you, but, uh, so, so she hits me up. I'm trying to be in my creative bag. I look at her thing. I'm like, yeah, whatever. She's like, yo, uh, maybe an ambassador. And I fucking hate that word off rip. But I'm like, what's up? Like, what are you trying to do, maybe? And uh, so she basically is like, let's get on a Zoom call next week. And I don't say no to that. Fuck it. You know what I mean? I'm pretty much a loser. I have nothing going on in my life besides my brand and besides my podcast. So if... Um, I'm not doing either one of those things. I'm probably just, like, playing Booth and Madden or some shit. Like, so, yeah. I was like, fuck it, why not? So I take this Zoom call that lasted about two hours long. This shit fucking had twisted me, spun me around. I mean, I have never... She came in with the straight job pitch. Like, I was some executive, okay? Like, your boy Pug Daddy was uh, was some, you know, CEO, okay? Which I am. Don't get that twisted. But, uh, but yeah, and it was just so weird. Like, nobody's ever, like, it was awesome and flattering because I'm like, dang, nobody's ever taken me this serious. But then, you know, it's like, it doesn't matter. So, because I don't have a job for you. I don't have a job for anybody. I can't pay, you know, anybody off this brand. Whatever, you know what I'm saying? We're still in the beginning stages. Yes, it's been around for five years, but we're still in the beginning stages, okay? And nobody's getting paid. So, uh, she didn't grasp that. And during the, uh, during it, she's, we're doing the Zoom call. She's fucking pitching herself to me, da-da-da-da-da. Basically says, I want to be your creative director. And I said, yeah. I said, yeah. It was so weird. Everything in my body and my mind was saying, 
I, no, this would never work in a million years. Like, one, you don't play well with others. Two, you're going to give full creative control of your brand over to somebody. And she said, I'm leaving here today being a creative director. So, you know, even that got me even more. And I'm going like this. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Cool. Sounds good. Sounds good. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. I'm going to take over your brand and I'm going to destroy it. Sounds good. Not that that's what, but I was just saying, sounds good that much that it's like, it's fucking insane. So she gives me this two hour pitch and she leaves the meeting being hired as my creative director. And I've shut the meeting down and I'm like, what have I just done? And I know a lot of people, you're like, just say no, you pussy. Just say no, that's not what I'm interested in right now. Guys, I don't have an Emmy. Straight up. I don't have it in me. Especially to females. I don't have it in me to... Yeah, I just don't. And I was just so... my Let my anxiety just riddle the fuck out of me. And I just was fucking saying yes when I should have been saying no. So... She leaves this meeting thinking that she has a job. And I said, well, what about payment? And then she goes, oh, we'll talk about that later down the line. Later down the line. Like, uh, well, we may need to talk about it now. Okay. So, um, we get off and she's just texting me how we're going to be household names and yada, yada, this and yada, yada, that. And I go on her fucking Twitter and she's saying, I'm going to, I'm going to retire my grandparents. I'm going to make sure my granddad gets to retire. I'm going to retire my parents and all this. And like, she told me literally, you made my life. What kind of pressure is that on me? That's a lot of fucking pressure on me. So here we are going to a span of days and this is happening. And this girl, I mean, it, people are congratulating her on, on her on her Twitter and, she, and sending her cash apps on her Twitter. It's like, oh, eh, can I get that? What the fuck? But it's like, dude, what the fuck do you think is going on? I, and it was just, she was so pushy and so, man, so weird. So, so odd. So I go for days trying to figure out what I'm going to do. And she tells me, Hey, can I talk to you for like 10 minutes? I'm like, yeah, whatever. So she calls me and she says, I was thinking when let's announce me as creative director with a post and let's delete all the other posts on the Instagram and let's just have the post of me as being announced as creative director. And that's kind of when I felt less bad that I knew I had to let this bitch down. Okay. I knew that I had to let her down. Um, and that's exactly what I did. Um, unfortunately, uh, I wrote her this fucking email that was long as shit. And was like, you know, kind of belittling, super belittling of myself. And I was just like, dude, I can't pay you. I'm a fucking psycho. You don't want to work with me. I promise. Like, I don't work well with others. Like, please just don't, 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 don't fucking, I can't do it. I wish you well. Don't fucking change your life or make some grand life decision based off this because I can't have you work for me. And I wish you well. And do you think no 
was an answer? Do you think she took that no for a fucking answer? Absolutely not. I wake up the next morning. Hello, Austin, with a long ass email that I'm too, way too paranoid and feel too bad to even look at and read. So I'm doing one of the things where I before I can even like try to read it with my eyes, I'm trying to like delete it and like not look at it. So I'm like, swipe, swipe. Right. Get that the fuck out of here right now. And then I get seven DMs, eight DMs, nine DMs. I'm too fucking pussy to read any of those. I'm like, and at this point, I'm getting mad because I'm just like, now you're just fucking with my anxiety at this point. Now you're just pissing me off. Now you're just fucking with my inner peace as you already have done. Now you're really fucking it up. Okay? So, uh, I just fucking let her down and with those fucking messages. And then I finally gave up. I, or she finally gave up. And just, that's what it is. And now she's on the greener and brighter pastures. I saw she unfollowed me on both uh, accounts. And I was like, great. Great. Like, I, I feel awful because you're such a, you came off as such a good person. But at the same time, it's like, what the fuck? I'm dealing with a super unstable human being. And trust me, it takes one to know one. Okay, so Jesus fucking Christ, but yeah, so that having your boy shook. So basically, I'm Elon Musk, bitch. It's the Pucks Out Here podcast. Here we go, here we go. With Pucking to the God. Album that came out since we have talked last. One that I was very excited about, and that is uh, 21 Savage and Drake, her loss. Um, First off, man, the rollout to this thing was incredible. With from the Vogue magazine to this tiny desk to the uh, Howard Stern, um, just to the Saturday Night Live to just all the whole rollout was just incredible. And uh, you know, it, it was an, it's an interesting combo. They've had they have a lot of great records together, so why not? Um, so yeah, but this thing fucking. When you hear a title, Her Loss, and you see the album cover, you knew it was like Demon Time Album, Misogynistic Raps. And uh, that's what this thing is, big time misogynistic vibes. I mean, whatever, dude, I'm fucking with it, dude. I'm fucking with it hard, okay? This album is tight as fuck. Um, one thing that strikes me, man, Drake is so funny, dude. Sometimes I stop and just laugh at this motherfucker's lyrics to keep it real with you. This dude is like... <laughs> just straight dissing mad people that he didn't need to diss but it was still tight that he did it like the drum record which is you know obviously a record that drake had or i mean that drum had i like the cha-cha and drake took it and made hotline bling and became the biggest song to ever be a song ever in history um but and he says uh they ain't bring the drum, uh, try to bring the drum to me. They don't know we cha cha slide. It's like Jesus, goddamn, dude. Or or the uh, Meg the Stallion uh, diss. That's a little fly. You know what I'm saying? We live we live in debauchery, ladies and gentlemen. I see one right there. It's like fuck it. But um, yeah. And the dude just uh, the dude's just an absolute menace to society, dude. He needs fucking help. The guy is fucking crazy. The fucking Meg the Stallion line with the uh, Sean, Sean, uh, the bitch line about getting shots, but she's still a stallion. Sean even get the joke, but she's still smiling. Like, 
Okay, another stray, complete stray to Meg Thee Stallion, which, I mean, I hope you hit at least, because God damn, she's fine, boy. Love Meg Thee Stallion, boy. Meg Thee Stallion, boy. I love Meg Thee Stallion, boy. Uh, yeah, so, and then the Ice Spice record, who I or the Ice Spice line, which I don't understand how he, we know this is about Ice Spice, but it's fucking hilarious that it is. And uh, she a 10, trying to rap, it's going on mute. Because uh, let me tell you something. Ice Spice, good on mute. Believe that, dude. But uh, yeah, this album, though, man, solid, solid piece of work. Uh, y'all ruined the Rich Flex line for me at the beginning. Uh, the 21, can you do something for me? Big Pucky, can you do something for me? Um, yeah, y'all made that like it was like some sassy gay shit or whatever. So I don't know. Not that I'm. I would skip it because of that, but I just skip it because it's, like, memed out and funny or whatever, so. Whatever, dude. Y'all are homophobic, okay? It's what it is. It's fucking weird, dude. Gay people are fucking tight, dude. LBGT community. I rep hard body, dude. Um, But, yeah. Um, The, the big flex, and then the coming on with the Jackson Jones. Come on, come the T.I. Uh, the T.I. record, uh, which is 24s, which is great T.I. track. Trap Lord T.I. Trap is it Trap God? Trap Lord. Whoosh, I'm looking like Fantano because he didn't know the goddamn Anthony Fantano when he did. Uh Drake's coming with this new uh uh lullaby flow. It's like, okay, you don't you started listening to music in twenty fucking fourteen. Shout out to all the white hip hop heads, man. I don't not I'm not included in that group at all, okay? I'm not a white hip-hop head. Get away from me. All the white hip-hop heads, get away from me. Um, but, yeah, my favorite uh, song on the album, uh, Major Distribution, man, my label on my dick, for real. Because that record is just, that verse is fucking tight. The, uh, the way it switches up, the way he is super misogynistic on there, talking about... Uh, she lied to me all night. Buying Benz's out of spite. Ran to something light. Keep her out of my life. Like, god damn, dude. Um, then you got on some bullshit. Another classic and another dude, Arthur Carr. That, uh, I hope I'm saying that right. Arthur Carr. The homie, uh, French dude, fucking into cars and shit. Fucking has a sick-ass brand. And, uh, was super... I mean, he does, like, obviously other shit, but, like... Super tight with Yay, super tight with Virgil, super tight with that whole squad. Um, and he has a great part at the end of uh, on some BS and talking about, you know, first row at the fashion show. Who needs that? And it's like, we don't need that. And it's like, I love that. It's just like, it's, it's like just some super relatable shit that you kind of just relate to your own life. Like, there's some shit out there that you're not invited to it's like fuck that who needs that and he i was kind of related that that rant to my life on some things it's like bars that's why we listen to 21 and the boy the boy uh back outside boys a fucking banger yachty on the fucking uh yachty on the goddamn ad libs i think yachty had a lot to do with this album i think he created directed the album i uh <laughs> Ironic, right? A little tie back. Uh, but um, 
the cover I know he had something to do with and then some other shit. But, yeah. Uh, and then uh, Circo Loco, which is an amazing song. Uh, it's so funny because I don't know what rap genre this is. This is like some new rap genre where they're, like, sampling fucking songs like that. Like, Daft Punk and, like, rapping over top of it or whatever. And, I mean, obviously kind of first ever sampled Daft Punk. But I think. I don't know. But I'm going to go ahead and say that. Uh, and by the way, we're not talking about that. We're not going down that hole today, okay? Uh, but, yeah, so with the one more time uh, line and when he says um, they sample one more time and it could have been so corny and it came out so fucking tight. And when he said, uh, Lincoln with the ops, bitch, I did that shit for Jay Prince. Uh, he means uh, Kanye West and the concert that they had December 8th of last year, which is a free Larry Hoover concert. And... Um, They looked buddy-buddy to me. I don't know. They looked, like, super cool. I don't know what happened in that time. But, yeah, he basically said, I did that shit for Jay Prince. I did it for the mob ties. Motherfuck Kanye uh, is basically what that's saying. So, I mean, it's just, like, great album, man. Great fucking album. Uh, City Boys Up with this one. And I know that's, like, a fucking, you know, whatever. It's, like, and I saw 21. I saw 21 say that he could be, he was better than everyone in his freshman class. And he could beat anybody in a versus or whatever. And that's just simply not true. Uh, I love 21, but he's not beating Uzi. He's not beating Kodak. He's third for sure. But he's not beating Uzi and he's not beating Kodak. The finesse kid, right? Like, Kodak just to just makes so many goddamn consistently great records, <clears throat> and that's a, like that is a that fucking freshman list is stacked. Even Lil Dicky, okay, we have a Lil Dicky has a fucking great show on FX, okay, it's fucking awesome. So, um, that's that. But look, man, her loss. Look, speaking of her loss, I you know I'm talking. To, somebody was telling me the other day, you know, we need to get more females on here. Uh, because there's too much dick energy going down. That's what, what was said to me. Um, so, I'm sorry that we're 23 episodes in. You guys feel that way? Um, I'm not a misogynistic human being. I don't care what you say or what you think. I love women. They're fucking awesome. Okay? And, uh, yeah. So, don't fucking say that about me. But... We definitely are going to bring some girls on here just to get their perspective, man. Just to get that different perspective and hit me with a different perspective and uh, and all that. So, but yeah, man, appreciate you guys fucking listening. Episode twenty three, we'll be right back. Gonna holler at you. Gonna finish it up. Talk about a little sunshine. Don't touch that down. It's the Pucks Out Here podcast. Here we go. Here we go. With Puckington the God. Well. Well, let it burn, let it burn, ladies and gentlemen. Trumpito, your boy, has now, I don't know if he's announced if he's running yet or he's going to announce it or what. He's running. And unfortunately, ladies and gentlemen, that man is probably going to, uh, he's probably going to win. And I know that sucks. But look, man, political pucky a lot different than originally. Uh, 2016. You know, I had some hope. I had some things that were not hope in him, just hoping, you know, him not winning and, you know, those people getting phased out or whatever. And it's just simply going the goddamn opposite. 
uh, and the motherfucker is going to win again. And if you're in Ohio, you know you get that feeling. You know you got that feeling inside you. Um, just because of what you see out in, you know, the streets. Are, and, and then, you know, you go through these neighborhoods, man, these fucking towns, man. And it's fucking Trump central, dude. But, uh, but man, over that past, over those years of him not being president now, and I look at it and I'm thinking, you know, the dude is funny and he doesn't even mean to be, but he's mad funny. And I, and I did, and in 2016, I wasn't taking him funny. I was taking the situation so serious and so woke and so political, pucky, that I, you know, I just... I don't know. I I was just so I couldn't I couldn't see any type of fun out of it. And now this is gonna be sad to say, but y'all know like I'm down to let the world fucking burn, dude. For real. Like to keep it real, that may be a selfish way to look at it, bro. But let this motherfucker burn. I like watching it burn. America, okay? Not maybe the world, but America. Let this bitch burn. This bitch is trash, okay? And in 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 I don't care what anybody thinks it is, and so Trumpito kind of being that head figure of a burning America, it's just it's just too fitting. It's just too fitting to not be. I mean, it's almost at the time I was amazed, and now it's almost like it was written on some shit. You know, like it was really written on some nah shit. But. Uh, yeah, man, I'm coming in political pucky. We're going to get political on this podcast. Believe that. Believe that. I don't know a lot, but I know a little sham sham, and I know what I believe. And we will definitely be getting a little political on this, bitch. I don't give a fuck. Political pucky, 2020 foe. Get with it or get lost. All right? But look, man, episode motherfucking 23. Appreciate you guys fucking tapping in with me, man. Keep tapping in. Keep subbing. Keep showing the homies. Keep uh keep hitting us up with suggestions. I don't crowdsource or listen to any suggestions, but keep hitting us up with those and who you think that uh, we should have on the podcast. Like I said, we're definitely going to get some fees up in here, okay? We'll get some fees up in here and uh, get a different perspective on life in this bitch, all right? But it is what it is. It's your boy, Pucks, out here. One love, y'all. You're listening to the Pucks Out Here Podcast with Puckington the God. Woo!